This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 961 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, we have a great tip from the Dressage Radio Show's Total Saddle Fit Weekly Training Tip. Philip and Reese answer a listener question about riding effectively when you're in an arena with lots of other horses. And we'll get right to our tip after this important shopping tip from EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Glenn here with the Horse Radio Network, and I have Debbie back with me from Equestrian Collections with the product of the week. Hi, Glenn. This week I'm keeping with the patriotic theme that um, that we did before um, because it's going to be the 4th of July in no time. I know you got an order in June, but remember the 4th of July is the first part of July, so it's good to get your orders in now for your red, white, and blue items. The one I'm featuring this week is the Trail of Painted Ponies Stars and Stripes figurine. These painted pony things are so popular. I've seen them everywhere, but the best prices and the easiest place to get them is from us. We have the pa- Trail of Painted Pony Stars and Stripes, which is a Palomino with a Western saddle. And then the, along the same lines with a kind of a wild horse theme is the one called Freedom Reigns, and that's spelled R-E-I-G-N-S. It has an American flag on it. So um, this would make a great gift for... Um, your child who collects these things, and uh, or if you have a decoration for your upcoming party, or if you just are feeling patriotic. So these are very popular. People collect them. They come out all the time with new ones. So this is something that people need to know that we have available at Equestrian Collections. Trail of Painted Ponies at EquestrianCollections.com. All right, well, this week, Reese, we got a, a listener question from Gina, and she's, I'm going to read this out for us, so hold on for a second. Hello, Reese and Philip. I, I finally thought of a question to send in for your listener question segment. What exercises do you recommend for when you're sharing the arena with another rider or riders? It's one thing to work on lateral movement, serpentines, etc., when you're in the arena alone, but I am not as good as coming up with creative ideas when I'm stuck sharing with other riders. Assume yeah. that you're riding with another. Sorry, but I, I think that's about it. I mean, that's a good good summation. I think um, you know how do you how do you get out of following the leader mode sort of thing, Reese? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I here at my barn, I, we're we're really spoiled because usually there's no more than three or four horses in the ring at the time. And on Saturdays, we actually, um, you know, some Saturdays uh, I, I need to condense the day or whatever because I'm busy. And so I say, okay, I want everybody in the ring or I'll be in the ring from eight to 10. And then it's sort of a free ride. People come in and they ride when they, when they want. And, uh, you know, sometimes it can get quite crowded. And I like that um, because a lot of times when people are having their lesson, uh, you know, it's maybe one or two other horses in the ring. And that can be a, an issue because, um, you know, obviously when you go to a horse show, there's going to be a lot of people in the ring. So there's a lot of good things about, a you know, having doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah, so everybody. Exactly. Goes, you, you can totally get intimidated by riding. You know, everybody wants to 
get that shoulder in done or somebody's doing half pass and it's very intimidating to ride at a show with all no, these yeah. massage riders, you know? And I, and I think it's really good that, um, you know, this is a, a great question because at home, at least, you know, in theory, you are riding with people um, that, that you like and that you know most times, I'm sure, and, and that you can work with and you can and kind of communicate maybe differently than you can at the horse show. At the horse show, I am a communicator. If I want to go down the center line, I holler out center line. Or if I want to diagonal, I holler out diagonal. So everybody knows where I'm going. Um, and I, I would do the same when I'm riding with a lot of people in the ring. I think you got to keep your eyes up. You got to look where you're going and you've got to have a plan in mind. And I, you know, I, I wouldn't, it is intimidating. I, I went through this when I was in Germany and literally in like a small indoor arena. Say, yeah. I mean, it's a different, there's world. like 10 you horses. It's bad here. Like, you go yeah, over there. it's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. They're like literally 10 horses in a small ring and I'm not exaggerating. horses. Yeah. And you're like, oh all, my like, God. You got one, doing ones and, but you know, yeah. they make it work, right? Yeah, you make it work. And, and, you know, I kind of found myself always riding toward the hole. Um, and as I got better and better, you know, riding in that kind of environment, then I just got better about holding the line that I was going to ride. So if I was going to ride shoulder in, I would ride it and I would I would do it safely, but I would kind of try to hold my line as much as I could. So I think that's that one helps. I think that helps the other riders, too, because yes. they you just keep riding what you're doing and somebody can mm-hmm. go around you. Right. But if, right. if if you're doing one thing and then you see somebody and then you change doing what you're doing. Then they don't know where you're going, right? But if you're just riding, exactly. or you wobble, you're riding a diagonal, yeah. just continue on, and and maybe other people already have a plan for going around what you're doing, right? Exactly. So that's the one thing. Um, and then always remember the rules of the arena: um, left shoulder to left shoulder. It's the same, I'm sure, in Canada. It was the same in Germany. Uh, you yield to the person that is doing the higher movement. So if somebody's obviously setting up for a half pass, it's not nice to hold your line and cut them off. Um, but if you're doing shoulder and let's say on the quarter line, they should be able to sort of ride around you. So hold your line, um, left shoulder to left shoulder, yield to the person with the higher level movement. And then the other one is Piaf and Passage sort of trumps everything. If somebody is Piafing and working on Passage, um, try to get away from that person as much as you can in a safe way. That's sort of, those are sort of your basic rules of the arena. But um, yeah, again, if you're riding a circle, um, stay to the inside of the track. That's another thing that drives me crazy. You know, if you're riding a circle over and over and over again, which is fine, uh, that's great because then people know where you are. Stay to the inside so people can get around you. Yeah. I think that that's really important. You have to make your circle a little bit smaller. That's a lot easier than somebody trying to go in and out of your line, right? Like if if you're on 20, it's a lot easier for you to do 15 than for somebody to come in and go over, you know, because you're on the wall that part of your, anyway, sorry. Yeah. That's that's right. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's easier for you to condense your circle and expect somebody to condense their circle for you to ride the outside if you're going large. Right. Just, That's right? Exactly and right. call it out. You know, That's a, yeah. communicate. If you want to go on so the diagonal, yeah, communicate. Diagonal, right? And, and I think most people are courteous enough that, you know, especially if you say something, they put their head up and they look, right? And, you know, yep. a lot of, a lot of uh, looking down riders, you know, may, maybe, maybe aren't looking for you or whatever. But I think a, a big tip for, for this situation, I think riding at home and, and trying to figure out how to get your own track is, is just confidence. Just be confident. Mm-hmm. Make a plan and just do what you're going to do. It's fine to do serpentines if somebody else is in, in the arena, right? Or if That's two right. or three other riders are. Go ahead and do that. Make other people follow you around, right? 
I think that's right. you know it's just people get into you not being not being that confident or whatever or, and call inside or outside or you know when when you're when you're trying to go around people but you know hold yeah. your line keep riding it's going to be fine right I agree I agree you can't really change things too much so um, I think that that's a really good otherwise, good yeah, thing otherwise you're riding somebody else's plan and that's not really a great workout for what you're trying to do or what your horse is doing or you know. And worst Absolutely. comes to worst, pick a circle at the end of the arena and just keep riding, you know, yep. a lot of the work is on a circle anyways. Just keep riding your circle. They'll go around you and people will yeah. figure it out, right, that you're just working right here in the arena. I think maybe don't pick a circle in the middle of the arena and just stay yeah, in that that's one. Not nice. But you can find a corner to work in and do your thing. I think it's fine. Absolutely. Yeah, keep doing your thing. Confidence. I like that. I like thinking that. And and it is good practice because it, it does really throw a lot of people off when they go to horse shows and they're used to riding in a ring by themselves. Uh, like I said, we actively, there are times we actively try to simulate a warm-up situation for everybody. And I think the more you do that and actually the more comfortable you are, yeah. the better off in the long run actually you're going to be because yeah. you won't get to the horse show and be like, oh my God, I, <laughs> I'm warming up for the horse show and now I have you know five other horses in here. You're, you'll be used to it so that's right i hope that's that right. helps yeah i hope that helps and i think that's again, a good tip that's a good tip yeah, for everybody yeah, really we want to thank uh total saddle fit for allowing us to bring you this great dressage training tip and just in case you didn't catch on to reese and phillips subtle hint if you find yourself getting into traffic issues when you ride in an arena that is a little bit crowded ask yourself this Am I looking where I'm going, or are you looking at the horse's neck or ears or the ground? And are am I aware of the other riders in the arena? Awareness is key. Sometimes you're the one causing the traffic issue. And if you're like me and you ride alone all the time, try taking cones or some other marking device that you can use safely in your arena and scatter them randomly about. And I mean really randomly so that some of them are going to be smacking your way when you are trying to school your horse. Now, go out and school your horse and make your goals exactly the same. Just because there are three cones covering up the quarter line doesn't mean you can't do shoulder ins today. Go through your routine and go through your plan just like you normally would and teach yourself to think ahead and ride around those obstacles and then change those cones or objects that you put in the middle of your arena as frequently as possible. And even better, have somebody else put them out there for you. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.